Hello and welcome, welcome to, to Sky Sauce. Um, Sophie didn't want to do the intro because she's scared, but I don't know why. The internet's a surprisingly scary place. That is true. Should we, should we shout out our specific listener? <laughs> Which one? The one that we know. No, the other one. The other one. Hey, man, we know you're listening from somewhere in South Africa. We appreciate you. We're a little scared. Please don't <laughs> kill us. No one knows where we are. That's it's true. easy to find out. There are several ways I could do it. We're in a bunker. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> We're ready for the apocalypse, and we're living in a bunker at this point, so don't even try. <laughs> okay. So, we we want to talk about the book, In Cold Blood. Yeah. If you have never read it, I recommend not reading it. It is a huge waste of your time, and it is just generally terrible. I would disagree on recommend. Okay, for me, the in- we went so in depth into it that I feel like it ruined it. But I feel like if you just want an overall perspective on it, I think I don't know. Watching like the Capote documentary first and then going into it without the perspective of feeling you have to like it, because that's what we were kind of like. That's what we were kind of told to do. Like we're supposed to like like it. Yeah. So. Lily, I'm going to interview you real quick. All right. Um, Why did we have to read this book? And what was your first reaction? So we had to read this book for our AP language and composition class. I didn't know it was called that. Um, It says that in power school. Shame on you. Um, Shame on me. (laughs) I'm just there, Lily. So anyway, um... I don't know. I thought it would be a sort of good book um, because she had told us that the books we would read this year would be better than the ones we read in her class last year. So I was kind of hopeful that it would be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last year, I, me and you weren't in the same class. I took... Um, cp english and then we did the book um things fall apart did you do things fall apart yes we did things fall apart that book slapped i loved that book that was not a bad book i think think it had like it was a long one but i feel like it had a really amazing points Um, i really liked i really like books that actually say something so I thought it was really good, but um, so In Cold Blood is incredibly problematic. So, um, should I like explain what it's about? Because I don't know if our listeners know. I think you should. Um, full disclosure, though, if you had not read the book, then you, it's your choice if you would like to listen to this before um, or after reading it. You mean? Yeah. yeah. This is not a pregame. This is sort of a memorial. <laughs> this is like, yeah, pretty much. So I think we should do a content warning. 
talk, or discussions of murder, foulness. Yes. I think addiction could throw into it. Yes. With, with Perry. And um, this overall, like, this is an adult book. Yeah. It's about some very terrible people. Yeah. <laughs> that has very, like, dark endings, I would say. Yeah. Okay. So, basically, this dude, Truman Capote, who I despise, read this article about a murder that had happened. These two guys had murdered a whole family, and then they just kind of, like, the two guys were on the run for, I think, two years, and then they were caught, and then Truman Capote got involved and tried, they, like, he extended the time before they were um, killed or on trial or anything. And he very much... That's the part... I don't think it's the actual action that took place that bothers me. I think the thing that bothers me is that Truman was on the side of the murderers. Yes. So, for people who don't know the historical connotations of this book... I love how you use the word connotations. <laughs> Can you just say, like, context, just... The historical the, the context <laughs> of this book. So, in 1959, too? It might, it might be nine. I thought it was two. I think it's nine. Okay, cool. But, um... We could Google. I'm gonna Google it. Yeah, it's 1959 on November 15th. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, when's your birthday? It's November 23rd? 20th. 20th? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. I do know someone that was born on the 15th, though. Um, You're weird. We will discuss this later. Okay. So, anyway, on that date, um, two men murdered a family of four. And they were planning to murder everyone else that was there. The Clutters. Yes. The family was named the Clutters. And they murdered the Clutters because they thought they had money. And they left with about $50. So these two guys, hadn't they met in prison? Yeah. So it was, um, I think their names were Dick Hickok and... Perry, I don't remember Perry's Smith. last name. Smith. And it was in Holcomb, Kansas, which is, like, it was a very tight-knit community. Nothing happened, because it was the 50s, and life was boring. <laughs> um, it was, you know, farming community, pretty chill people. Yeah, no one locked their doors, like. Everyone knew everyone. It was, like, Livermore Falls 25 years ago. No idea where Livermore Falls is, by the way. We don't live near there. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> um, we visited that place a couple years ago. So, <laughs> um, in the town, the Clutters, like the, the Mr. Clutter, what was his first name? Herbert. Herbert. He was a very esteemed man in. I think Methodist Church. Yes. They're very religious and very chill. His wife, Bonnie, had a lot of mental illness. 
and she did not as much partake in everything. Then they had a daughter, Nancy. Yes. She was, like, the town's, like, runner-up. Everyone loved her. And their son... What was the son's name? Kenyon. Kenyon. And she, like, the whole family was very highly respected by the town. So it wouldn't be stupid to assume they would have money because they were very successful. But the father had this thing against having his money on him. He didn't like it. He never had cash on him, really. And so... Yeah, so these two guys thought that this family would have money. They heard about it by somebody that had met in prison for separate crimes. And the, like, when they both had a lot of trauma and a lot of their own issues, I think. And those sides of them were really trying to be juiced out, I think, in the book. Because Truman Capote had a soft side for them. Especially Perry, because they were kind of gay. Um, yeah, they had kind of a relationship, I think. It was messed up. Not because it was well, queer. Well, Capote had a boyfriend, I think, potentially. I don't think he was the most monogamous person. No. Bro, I hate that movie so much. Um, <laughs> I can tell. My reaction when we were watching was like, I was very stressed. Um, but anyway... So, that's, like, the, and then, each murder was very specific. Like, each person was killed. So, do you want to break that down, Lily? Yeah, like, they, so, what happened was, they left the mother and the daughter in their bedrooms. Well, First of all, they cleared out the bedrooms and locked them all in the bathroom so they could search the house for anything valuable. And then they put the mother and the daughter back in their bedrooms and they took the father and the son down into the basement. They tied the father up in the boiler room by his wrists and they tortured him for a while and then they cut his throat and shot him very violent yes and then um it was very clear that they had father issues of their own um so and then they the way they killed the son was they sent him on the couch laying down and they put a pillow under his head just to shoot him and then they went upstairs and they tucked the mother and the daughter into bed and shot them both so it was incredibly violent and like they fled and they couldn't like they didn't have obviously the sort of like abilities we have today of tracking people down so these guys pretty much walked away scot-free for a little while yeah and then um this was obviously very much headline news because no one just like it, it it was very random um i think something important is that out of the books we've read the thing i was talking about in class was that 
the reactions to the murders are so vastly different. Like, with... Like, the reaction to, like, situations, rather, that we've read are very different. So, with In Cold Blood, they... The town was very, like, easy to point a finger, because... And they were very skeptical of each other, and everyone just a little bit shunned away from each other. And the community changed forever. But when we had Scarlet Letter, everyone was so eager to point a finger. Everyone was, like, blaming everyone and open and vocal about it. And, like, I don't know. There's... In in both of those books, the community changed, I think. Yeah, and same thing with um, Things Fall Apart. Like, the community was changed by something else, not by themselves. Yes. So, I think the... I don't know. The correlation between them, I feel, is very important. Because I feel like the, the point, I feel, with In Cold Blood, I feel like why it was so heavily publicized is because how much it really changed that town. And it really showed you can't trust everyone. Because, you know, I feel like if those two hadn't broken in and they just knocked on the door, I feel like they would have been welcomed in. Well, and, like, at this point in time... Something like this had never happened before, yeah. much less in a small town like that. Yeah, like, and the two men, very crafty. And so, my throat's tired. Um, I think that they had very, I don't know, they were witty. They were smart. They weren't stupid. Um, but anyway, Truman Capote... Oh, God. I hate this man. So, um, do we, how do we want to start this discussion? Because there are several takes to it. Yes. You, you, you pick your, your call. Okay. So first, I think we should start out with the fact that he is very homophobic and he is also gay. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that, though. <laughs> I mean... I'm not homophobic, but... He insults um, people from that community um, in the beginning of the movie. Didn't he also say it's a racial slur? I think he lumped that in somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, he said something... To that effect in the beginning of the movie, and then later we find out he has a boyfriend. I don't know what Harper Lee was doing with him. I have no idea. The thing is, okay. So you know I have really big feelings about this. Yes. Also, we at some point, this is for the listeners, at some point we will probably have one of our friends come in and talk about the book with us because... She has very big feelings about a relationship that happened in the book between yes. Nancy, one of the cluttered the clutter daughter, and her boyfriend. So Bobby Rupp. Yeah. Yes. So we'll have her come in at some point. Probably, she's not responding, and she's probably working. So we'll have her come in at some point. Um. Yeah. Probably on a different episode, but yeah. at some point. I think we should do a um, like a book romance episode, and we'll talk about like everything from like. Oh, know. that's a good idea. It's like class. Let, okay. let us know if you want to hear that. I don't know. We can't talk yeah. to you, but we hope you're listening. 
Yeah. Um, stay tuned. Uh, foreshadow. Um, <laughs> okay. So we have 14 more minutes to break this down. Are you ready for it? Yes. I feel that Truman Capote, in the very, very, very beginning, had good intentions. Okay. Trash as he, as he was, I feel that he, I don't think he first looked at it as his big break. I think he looked at it as, this is something I can get in on. This is something I can learn about. This is something I can potentially help with. I think that was his viewpoint. I don't think he went into it wanting fame. Um, but as time progressed, he very much was like, I can write a book about this situation. So good. So big. It's going to be my big break in life. So that was the first trashy thing he did. I mean, he did create a whole new genre, but he thought it was going to be very good. And it was very not. It can be argued that it was just a work of fiction rather than a true crime novel. Yeah, so true crime novel, especially as Penny as nonfiction, that's not possible. That's not true. Uh, a, like, a novel? I don't know. Like, I wrote a book, right? I took instances that I have been through and that have happened to me and I put it into it. But it's not true because the whole story isn't mine. It's fictitious. Like, there have been experiences I've had like, um, I don't know. Some of the instances were very similar but they weren't the same. Does that make sense? Yes. So you can, like, but what he did is he took somebody else's experiences, twisted them, and called it truth. Um, you have to be very careful, especially if you're writing something you're calling true based off of somebody else. Um, so that's, like, the first annoyance with me. And also, let's just be clear, he never actually knew the Clutter family. Yeah, never met In any aspect. Yeah. Like, at all. And so, the way that he, <coughs> I'm sorry, the way that he wrote them, he very much put a light of being like, this is absolutely true, and I know things nobody else could possibly know, but he never, I feel, he became, I don't know, he manipulated his audience into making it sound like he was a very unbiased writer, which was weird. Like, that makes sense. Like, the personality, the voice he writes in. Yes. Is very easy to listen to. Because, like, and also, the fact that he's, um, the fact that he is biased, um, towards the criminals is very apparent if you watch the Capote movie. Which I feel is very helpful into understanding it. Yes. It was also a very annoying film, but... Oh my god, he sounds like Baby Trump. Like exactly! So, in... With the story, Perry, one of the murderers, he'd been through a lot. He had a lot of trauma, he'd done a lot of really sketchy things. He was in a really severe motorcycle accident. He had really... He had a lot of trauma with his parents. And so, I get that. But that... You know, you can't blame your actions on everything you've been through, necessarily. Yes. So, and so, 
that's what he was doing. At least that's the light that Capote's trying to paint on him. And honestly, I feel like Capote really did it wrong. Like, even if it's just if he hadn't even done what he did, if they were just looking at him as human, he very much, like, I feel like he made Harry's suffering a lot longer than it needed to be. Yes. He... It was very... Did he actually take his sketchbooks? I think so. That's disgusting. That's very weird. Did you... Okay, so there's this thing that Kurt Cobain left a note to one of his ex-girlfriends when they were together, and he left his notebook, and on the front of it says, do not read anyone, and then on the inside it says, read me, figure me out. Essentially something along the lines of that. And it was to his girlfriend, it was like, I want you to read through my notebook and try to figure out what kind of person I am. And it was really sweet. I thought that was a really sweet idea. But... (laughs) Capote really was like, I'm reading your notebook. I'm going to figure out what kind of person you are. Yeah. (laughs) The way he said that, though, was, like, very terrifying. Bro, he was so pasty. (laughs) (laughs) He kind of was, though. Um, Yeah. Like, he was white on a whole different level. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And let's... So, we gotta point out that at one point in the Capote movie he was straight up spoon feeding Terry. That was which nasty. was so creepy it was and really so no one wanted to be in the room at that point. Yeah, there were like <laughs> a lot of scenes. There was like people going at it. You know, and yeah. there's like a lot of scenes, you know, that that classes went through. There were people in the other movie we watched. Yes. So there's a lot that we've been through together, but that was the one scene I felt genuinely gross. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of felt gross with the Scarlet Letter sex scene because I was trying not to make eye contact with our teacher. That was, at really, all. That was really funny, though. <laughs> it was. Like, wait, is, was that the, the one they're faking it? Yes. That was hilarious, though. Everyone was so uncomfortable, but that was so funny. It was so funny, but that was so not a movie that we should have been watching at school with our teacher literally right there. She was enjoying it, too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that was funny though. Like it was, you gotta admit that was kind of funny. It was kind of funny, but it was so not school appropriate. We are children. Um, <laughs> um, yes. Anyway, I really like this, and I don't know why. Anyway, um, Jill, you don't like my outfit today, and I'm a little offended. I do like your outfit. There's just a lot going on. Do you want to break it down for our listener? So. <laughs> Sophie is currently wearing a pair of orange sunglasses. On top of my shaved green hair. Yes, on top of her half-shaved green hair. Um, with a red and black flannel mm-hmm. over a marble t-shirt. Mm-hmm. With um moon sweatpants and Dog and pizza socks. Yeah. Um, it's very much a lot, but it's very much Sophie. And a red, white, 
and blue hat. But not patriotic. But not patriotic at all. Um. Hello? Um. Mm, white, the white one. Alright, cool, thank you. Bye. I believe Sophie is ordering Monster. We <laughs> need to talk about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm making great life choices. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah. Um, the book is problematic. The movie is even more problematic, and the documentary is straight up disgusting. <laughs> exactly. In the documentary, he is somehow homophobic, gay. racist, gay, and <laughs> sexist. I don't know. It's just, it's disgusting, frankly. And I hate how, like, you know, this is besides the point, but Dick, one of the murderers, he was so disrespectful to, like, every single woman he ever talked to. Yes, Dick was, um... A rapist. Yeah. I can't put that delicately. I can just say he was a rapist. It's disgusting. <laughs> I literally yeah. hate people. And men. But not, like, some men are fine. But, like, I don't like men like that. I don't like people like that, straight up. But I think that... Oh, that's such a great book. Um, I think that the... It's messed up. I think, I think the bottom line that we can get to, because we have to close soon, Yeah, is that it's a messy world, and it gets even messier when other people who are fucked up, sorry, try to amplify it. Yeah. Like, that happens in a lot of situations, I feel, and it's unnecessary. Truman Capone yeah. had no place doing anything that he ever did. If he had never done those things, still a trashy person, but easier to redeem. Slightly better. Yeah. But, like, still pretty awful. He's, like, I don't know. He, how? How? He's, I don't know. He he was interesting. Mm. I just don't get it. Like, bro, he's so not. I don't get, like, aren't you just trying to convince us that they weren't actually together? Like, Perry and him, but they... They did stuff. I looked it up on Quizlet. They're 100% together. Because, you know, Quizlet tells it all. Quizlet's... Quizlet never lies. Quizlet... You're an atheist, right? Yes. Quizlet is your Bible. Yes. Possibly. Damn. Um... Do you know what my Bible is? What? It's, um, the, like, unofficial Wizarding Cookbook. That is my Bible. All right. I'll take no further questions. All right. Okay, so <laughs> I think on that note, we can um, close. just basically sum it up and say, Inkle Blood, awful book. Truman Capote, awful person. Um, Dick and Perry, awful people. Everyone is awful. Everyone is awful except the actual people that got killed. Yeah. They were good people. Yeah, and like, I don't know. And I feel like, like they were their friends, like the people yeah. that surrounded them were okay. I feel like they were decent people. Bobby, Bobby was a good bean. There were decent people along the way. It just got 
congested. But yeah. Yes. So. That it? That's it. Stay tuned for our romance episode, apparently. It will be very fun. We will talk to the person in our class mm-hmm. who um, really wants to ship someone in a book yeah. that doesn't die. So, also, and like all of them die. Quick apology that we didn't record for a while. We got kind of busy. Yeah. But we'll catch you later, I guess. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for listening. <laughs>